Hey, what's going on guys? Captain Carlos here with My Dad Gear. So today we're going to be talking snook and how to target them during the summertime using light tackle. So it seems like every May, big masses of these fish push out of the inlets and the passes onto the beach and the reef and ready to spawn. So I can't think of a better time frame. If you want to catch a fish pushing 30 pounds on essentially what's bass tackle, this is the time, guys, okay? Pretty awesome. Uh, before I dive into it, though, I do need to read or say a little stipulation. Um, keep in mind, the fish are spawning this time of year, so they're, they're really aggressive. Um, but you don't want to hurt them at the same time. You know, the, it's... It's the breeders, a lot of the ones that you're hooking. So make sure you spend the time reviving these fish, you know, when you do hook into them. Um, if you gut hook them, you know, make sure you go ahead and cut the hook. If you could save it without making them bleed, you know, spend that extra time trying to keep that fish healthy because that's going to ensure more fish stocks of, of these species for, you know, our youth and, and future generations. I think that's really important. Um, a lot of, a lot of kids don't, don't really get that concept. And I want to make sure that people understand that. Okay. Um, so when we're out there, you know, fishing in the summertime, my go-to outfits, just a, a nice light little spinning outfit. Uh, I've got a, a Daiwa BG 3000. That's kind of my go-to reel. I have it packed with 10 pound braid. Um, usually got Mamoy or Gamma on there. Um, holds a ton of line with the 10 pound. I think close to like 400 yards. So I can actually target a pretty good sized tarpon with it too if I come across him. Um, I've got it matched up to a Star Plasma 8 to 15 pound 7 foot spinning rod. Okay, it's very sensitive but it's also got a good amount of backbone and it's got a fast action tip, you know, quality Fuji guides. It's, it's legit. Um, nice little outfit. The whole thing weighs, I don't know, God, half a pound. If that, it's, it's crazy. It's super lightweight and very comfortable, you know, to fish if I'm fishing live bait or lures. Um, like I said, I've got it rigged with 10 pound braided line. Um, and then I'm connecting that to a three to four foot section of monofilament or fluorocarbon leader. Most of the time I, I kind of opt for the fluorocarbon, especially on clearer days or calmer days. Uh, I think it does make a difference. You know, the refractive index is a little better with that and it, it disappears kind of, you know, in the water column. They don't see it as easily. And the reason I gave you a range there, 20 to 40 pound is because you might have to downsize depending on how nice the weather is and how nice the conditions are. Uh, the big fish are not stupid folks, okay? They have been around the block. Um, they're not rookies. So if, you know, if they see your line or anything that's really kind of out of place, they're not going to eat, you know? So keep that in mind. Um, I'm connecting the leader to the braided line. Uh, on the braided side, I'm making a, a double line with either a spider hitch or a bimini twist. You can look those up on YouTube or Google. I'm sure there, there's tons of videos. We actually have some on our YouTube channel as well. Um, and then I'm, once I got that double line going, I'm only making the double line uh, eight inches or so. I like a short double line, just my personal preference. Uh, I'm connecting the double line 
to the leader, monofilament or flora, doesn't matter really, uh, with a reverse Albright or Yucatan knot, okay? It's just that combination of knots, it's kind of uh, low profile, it goes through the guides easily, and I haven't really had an issue with it, I've been fishing it a few decades, so you can look that up as well. Um, if you're fishing live bait, I recommend using light wire inline circle hooks. I'm going to repeat that again. Light wire inline circle hooks. There's a few different manufacturers that make them. Um, I like Gamakatsu, BMC owner. Those are kind of my top three. Uh, all of them make you know pretty decent hooks among those three. And then I'm going usually with a black nickel coating. It's just, it holds up a little bit better in salt water. Um, the sizes are going to vary, you know, depending on your bait. So if you're fishing a little bit smaller bait, smaller hook, you know, bigger bait, bigger hook. That's kind of the philosophy. One thing I can tell you is fish as big a hook as you can get away with. And what I mean by that is you want to fish the biggest hook that you could put into that bait without affecting the way that the bait is going to swim naturally, okay? That's kind of like the, the perfect balance. So fish as big a hook as you can get away with, you know, so that the bait still swims, you know, fluid and naturally. Also keep in mind that the hook size is going to vary among manufacturers. Not all manufacturers you know, have the same sizing chart. So a 4.0 and a VMC might not be the same size 4.0 in an owner, just for, you know, for your reference. Um, I'm usually hooking the bait on right through the, the nasal cavity. They have like these two um, little holes right above their mouth. You'll see them. Um, it just looks for a more natural presentation and if you're pulling the bait towards you, you know, it's, it's easier to do. You can also hook them just below the dorsal fin, and I've actually hooked them right behind the pec fins. There's a little cavity there. Um, I learned from my old uh, commercial buddies back in the day uh, that that makes the bait dive down, and it actually works pretty well. If you're fishing a little bit deeper water and you need the bait to dive down, keep that in mind. Um, and then... If you wanted to, to go the sporty route and fish some lures, which I do a lot, I, I actually enjoy that. I think it's a little bit more of a challenge. So if you're up for the challenge, just make sure you find any lure imitation that mimics the bait fish or forage that's around. So you want to find something that looks like a Spanish sardine, a greenie, uh, you know, a pilcher, any of that, a mullet. Um, I throw a lot of our our swim baits, the motion minnow. Um, I also throw some of the spool techs as well. I think they make a, a pretty good swim bait. Uh, stick to profiles that, that are natural and colors that are natural. I've, I've always done best with that. Um, and then there's actually even times of the day where a topwater can outfish anything. And I usually save that for like right before the sun comes up, you get that half hour to 45 minute window. Uh, it's kind of like the, the magic time. Um, top water can outfish, like I said, a, a lot of other baits. So you want to make sure you have one in your box. Stick to the natural color patterns, you know, black top, pearl belly, um, olive, you know, top, 
cream belly, something like that. Don't don't go too crazy with the colors. And then uh, the same for the afternoon. You know, as the sun goes down, you get that same kind of magic hour. Um, there's actually guys that I've known that have done pretty well fishing top water all through the night. You know, if it's a the the moon is well lit, if it's like a full moon. Top water can actually do really well in the summertime, believe it or not. Uh, right along the trough, just working it parallel to the beach, you could do quite well. So keep that in mind. Um, one thing that I can stress too, as far as approaching the fish, I mean, you're sight fishing most of these, you know, fish cruising down the beach. So you don't want to throw the lure or your bait like literally on top of their head. Like I said, especially the big ones, they're not stupid. They're going to know something's up and it, it doesn't look natural. So the way you want to present it is you want to cast well past the fish and you want to retrieve your bait or your lure in the natural direction of the, the tide flow. Whichever way the water's moving, that's which way you want your bait and lure to be moving. Uh, otherwise, it just kind of looks funky and the fish will pick up on that. Um, so again, cast your bait past the fish, get it within the strike zone, five to 10 feet. And then when you get it within that zone, then actually I like to speed it up. So it looks like they're they're trying to run away from them, you know, mimicking a live predation scenario. You do that, I promise you, you're gonna have more hookups. Um, I hope this helps you guys out a lot. Uh, make sure that you, uh, you check out our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and we appreciate you very much for tuning in. Stay tuned. we got more stuff coming down the pipe. Thanks, guys.